Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. And right now, it is morning for me. It's 11.50 a.m. on a Saturday morning. And I'm sitting out here at Moonlight Beach and just looking at the beautiful blue crystal clear waters and the ocean and watching the waves roll back and forth and people are happy and children are playing and you know something really beautiful the Lord's been showing me is to go back to this childlike spirit the age of pretend make-believe where we just really loved playing with our dolls or our Legos or <laughs> Lincoln Logs, whatever it is. That I, I remember having a whole pretend imagine, imagination castle in my backyard growing up for years. And I would sit in a tree. I, I had special climbing trees growing up and I would climb them and climb to the very tallest branch that I could and I would sit there for hours just imagining what it would be like to fly and wow Peter Pan was one of my favorite movies as a kid because I just the thought of flying by only having it getting to think of a happy thought and being able to fly just seemed too good to be true so Yes, there's this joy and freedom in being a child and it's this childlike faith of innocence and that that is see every every relationship God gives us on earth is a metaphor for the relationship that he wants with us that he has for us the the good parent that unconditionally loves their child and the child God is showing me I'm, I don't have children of my own I hope to in, if the Lord wills it one day but I do know something about children needing this foundation of knowing that no matter what they do or don't do their parents will love them and will never give up on them and will always teach them the truth and that is what every child needs and that is what every adult needs that's forgotten how to be a child so the roles have been you see that the adults need to go back to being childlike and the children need to grow up only enough to become not to grow up to be forget who they are but to remember who we were created to be and the lord god is an ancient god (laughs) he's the ancient of days And he's a wild God, and he cannot be tamed. He's the lion and the lamb, and I don't believe I've ever heard of a lion, any kind of lion, truly, truly being tame. I mean, and the lamb did not cry out. Innocence. And God is not who we, many of us, have presented him to be because we did not know him and we did not hear his voice because we did not obey him and the only way to to please God is to obey him and obedience is better than sacrifice because if we sacrifice to God without living completely in obedience and if we haven't picked up our cross and died to our flesh to follow him 
then we will not hear him and we will remain blind and in the dark. And this is why all the sheep have gone astray because they've all gone to each in his own way. And they're calling what is good evil and what is evil good in the last days. And the last days are... We are living in the very last hour, children. Beloved. His little pockets of grace this whole message to you is from what the Lord will show me and right now he's showing me that we've got to come out of Babylon we've got to come out we have to follow the word of God because he is the word of God Jesus was made flesh in Jesus all things are created Jesus is the Ancient of Days. So I'm going to be reading out of the book of Isaiah. And I'm going to start on chapter 42. And I believe I feel led to go through this book and read the scripture and reveal what I believe the Lord is showing me as I read it. The Word of the Lord, Isaiah chapter 42. Behold, my servant whom I uphold, my elect one in whom my soul delights. I have put my spirit upon him. He will bring forth justice to the Gentiles. He will not cry out, nor raise his voice, nor cause his voice to be heard in the street. A bruised reed he will not break, and smoking flax he will not quench. He will bring forth justice for truth. He will not fail nor be discouraged till he has established justice in the earth. And the coastland shall wait for his law. Thus says God the Lord, who created the heavens and stretched them out, who spread forth the earth and that which comes from it, who gives breath to the people on it and spirit to those who walk on it. I, the Lord, have called you in righteousness and will hold your hand. I will keep you and give you as a covenant to the people. We are the new covenant to the people, the remnant, the elect, all over the world. Right now, God has been pouring out his spirit on all flesh for quite some time. Since Pentecost, really, we've been in the last days for 2,000 years. However, we are now at the very last hour, and Jesus is at the gate. He's already here. All over the world, Jesus is showing up to people in the physical and they're seeing his face and Islamic people have never come to the Lord this fast the mosques are being emptied in Africa and in China the waves of glory have outweighed but this is not going to be on the news because we know that the news is all bought politics they are all bought they have been for some time who owns the money controls what is who is allowed to be elected and people are simply offered their campaigns to be paid for so that they will do whatever the person you see there's really people that are governing the people that are truly 
the people that are governing us aren't truly governing us. I believe the people that are governing us are the people that own the money. And we all know all you simply have to do is follow the money trail to find these things out. It's very... Power is bought. And it's not money that truly corrupts the heart. It's power and pride, which is the deepest enmity against God. It's when they say, I will be the savior of the world. But whatever way that any of us would try to save the world without God is corrupt. It will twist good with evil, making us believe the susceptible, the ones that are lost without God, without knowledge. For for a, a, a lack of knowledge, the people will perish, Jesus says. And if we are, if we are, the remnant knows that every single word of God is true, that every, all scripture, all scripture, Jesus is the word of God. And if you are, um, if Jesus is truly your God, then everything in the word of God will be of um, honey to you because you love it, because it's God's it's God's breath, His daily bread, and you seek after being, you can't go a day without reading the Word of God because it's life, because it's your daily bread, because you, you cling so deeply to Jesus that you know that there's no peace without your Prince of Peace, and this is this is who I'm talking to. And if you want that, the invitation is for you too. Jesus says, come and eat of my body and drink of my blood. For this is the new covenant, the new covenant for you. He sprinkled his blood on all the nations. He sacrificed his living body so that we could die to our flesh and live spiritually in heaven as it is on earth today while we rise up O children of Zion and go out with joy and bring forth his praises to this earth because we are the living and we are the redeemed and this invitation is to everyone that not one should perish lest one should perish says the Lord he does not want anyone outside the gate where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth because what's coming is a choice that we all will have to make if we will bow to the God of Babylon, to the God of the system, to the God of Moloch, whom the Bilderbergs all worship in, have for many hundreds of years. There's a statue of Moloch, Moloch in um, California in the Bohemian Grove. And there's this is the God that the children of Israel were sacrificing to was it them? Yes, in Leviticus 16 through 20, God gives us the law of Moses. When he ascended on Sinai the ancient of days, see he came to earth before he came in flesh he came as the Alpha and the Omega to Moses and gave us the law of love that said an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. And this was to show us a mere image reflection of who God is and he is a holy God. And he is, his name is holy. The word of God says his name is holy, faithful and true. So he's coming back as his word in us 
because we've eaten, we're to eat the scroll. The prophets say to eat the scroll, and that's our manna. That's the daily bread that the children of Israel, he gave to them. And on the Sabbath, what did he give them? A double portion. You see, he wants to be a provider. He doesn't want you to cling to the things of this world. He's saying, come out of Egypt, O children. Come out from under the realms of slavery and bondage and mental... What it is, is it's a mental imprisonment of the soul. And we don't realize that while we're sleeping that we are in bondage to the system. However, what keeps us there, our chains, are our, is our own sin and our rebellious nature toward God who made us and created us and called each single one of us by name to follow him so that he could give us the fruit. And the fruit is the fruit of the Holy Spirit, which is the abundant life of joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, love, hope, self-control. Self-control is one that the Lord really wants to show us again, that we need to practice that so that we can have the fruit It is the fruit. Self-control is the fruit of being filled with the Holy Spirit. Now, why wouldn't you want that kind of joyful life? (laughs) Well, we do want it, but we think we can get it doing it in our own might. And we just cannot. We just can't do it on our own because we can never fulfill that law. Why? Because we're all sinners. Because we've all gone... (laughs) Not one hasn't sinned, right? Every single... Well, the ones that haven't sinned are the little innocent children because they don't know better. But once pain enters into their heart, you see that gives the devil a foothold. Um, unless those, those children are so resilient and so forgiving, those little children, they love... They, why, does, why do you think God says <laughs> to become like a child? It's a very narrow gate. It's a narrow gate. And you know the eye of the needle... That Jesus, of course, being such a good God, spoke to everybody in parables in ways they could understand. And there was really literally a needle for the camels to go through. They had to bend down on their knees to just fit through this little needle, metal needle thing going through the gate of Jerusalem. And that's what Jesus is talking about. He's saying, get on your knees. Bow before me because I am a holy God. I'm the Ancient of Days. And he... He is a God of righteousness. He is holy and he dwells in the high places. And he will tear down, if you allow him, the altars that are not of him. And something very strong, the Lord told me the other day, is, Thou shalt have no other gods before thee. Get rid of it if there's anything in your life that's an idol that you put before God, that you have said this, it's more important to me that my image is uplifted rather than God's truthful image of who he is, something unholy, get rid of it, cut it off, cut it off, it's going to hurt for a second, it's like ripping off a band-aid. But that's what Jesus said. And if you're not, blessed are ye who are persecuted for my name's sake. Because great is your reward in the kingdom of heaven. If we're not willing to die to, to st- be inconvenienced for Jesus, how are we going to conquer 
the how are we going to win the war this is war it's a spiritual war that's why we call it spiritual warfare and jesus is calling us to be warriors for him how do we do this we we go to our knees we ask people for forgiveness and it hurts it's actually really painful <laughs> but it's only painful for the night and his joy comes in the morning because you can't help but love unconditionally because it's you're an empty vessel this is this is the joy you just want to show god's love because he loves he loves people so much otherwise he he definitely would have wouldn't have died no he would not have you know jesus see we're not our own and when you are bought with the precious blood of jesus christ you know that your life is to be a laid down lover for jesus christ and that means taking some you know maybe turning the other cheek a little bit it's not about our rights it's about being a warrior it's, it's about going under the wave it's about going to our knees because if somebody claims to love you in this whole world but there's no sacrifice on their part for what their words are telling you if they don't have the love of god in their heart cuz god his word is written on all of our hearts and it's and his commandment is to love that's the greatest everything hangs on that he who hates his brother has not been made perfected in love he who fears has not been made perfected in love and fear is a spirit and where to cast it out fear is not from god it has to do with pain and punishment which comes from the accuser the deceiver the author of lies the prince of this world not the prince of peace jesus is the prince of peace oh my goodness so back to the word of god Thus says the Lord. Oh, I love this. Verse 4. And the coastland shall wait for his law. Thus says God the Lord who created the heavens and stretched them out. Who spread forth the earth and that which comes from it. Who gives breath to the people on it and spirit to those who walk on it. I the Lord who called you in righteousness and will hold your hand. I will keep you and give you as a covenant to the people, as a light to the Gentiles, to open blind eyes, to bring out prisoners from the prison, those who sit in darkness from the prison house. I am the Lord that is my name, and my glory I will not give to another, nor my praise to carved images. Behold, the former things have come to pass, and new things I declare, they spring forth I tell you of them the Lord is saying to his people to his holy chosen elect and he would want everyone to join this group of followers of Jesus Christ it's an all skate it's an all skate everybody's welcome you see the Lord would say it was never about skin color it's about the condition of a man's soul do we bear our image or do we bear the Lord's? 
because we're always bearing someone's image no matter what there are only two kingdoms in this world truly there's the kingdom of God and the kingdom of the devil there's the kingdom of light and the kingdom of darkness there's the kingdom of love and there's the kingdom of fear and fear is how the devil wins he gets you with the pain and the unforgiveness and controls you through fear and there's the spiritual realm is the realm we live in we are spiritual we are physical we have a brain and we have a spirit and they're all intricately connected interwoven and this is our personhood and we if one ceases to exist so will we we need our brain our body and our spirit if the body dies the spirit leaves but the brain our thoughts you see god's god has thoughts too every the whole world when we look at nature reflects him the spiral of the shell the spiral of the galaxy the, the shell represents when time met with eternity and the end of the age because we know that time will see time will cease to exist this hasn't been a surprise for us albert einstein told us the theory of relativity a long time ago Time is relative based on your position in the galaxy, in the solar system, in accordance with the gravitational pull. Time will be different on a different planet. And time travel, I believe, could be offered to us. Would we accept it? No. We would not. Because we are not God. And we know that okay, that's a whole other thing. Wow, but I I've been doing a lot of research with the um Neuralink having little receptors that extract information from our brain that's coming out, supposedly according to Elon Musk next Easter, as well as the vaccine that also has chip in it from Bill Gates and uh, that's why I believe these two men don't like each other is because they both have had a plan for quite some time to take over the world through the um, one we know that the Bilderbergs meet every year and they this is where all the money follow the money trails and is it odd that everybody in the whole world is wearing a mask right now but Elon Musk, the most brilliant man on the face of this planet that nobody would argue with, he's a regular Einstein, would say this is, we, he will not be vaccinated, nor do his children need to wear a mask. Do you think he might know what's really going on? Do you think either of these men, if they wanted to run for president, couldn't win in a heartbeat? Being the president is a civil servant job. 
it's not supposed to be glorified. That's why they made it. You could only make, what, is it 200000 a year? It's a civil servant job, but whoever owns the president owns the world. Duh. Okay, I couldn't resist saying duh. But we went bankrupt a long time ago, and the Federal Reserve is not a government entity. It's a privately owned bank by the Rockefellers. And I thought everybody knew that. (laughs) Sorry. That is so not... Okay, no. I don't mean it like that. I was... I've been doing some research. Oh, gosh. I'm so sorry for saying it like that. Yes. I think that there are some things that we might have not realized have been happening to us because we've been... We've had our eyes on the wrong enemy. And the real enemy is not Bill Gates nor Elon Musk. That's not what I'm trying to say at all. None of us are each other's enemy. In fact, none of us, we need to... What I'm trying to say is we need to love each other when it hurts and also expose darkness and say the real enemy is the prince of this world, is the devil. And that's what I'm bringing it to, is that he uses people because you're either right a child of god or a son of destruction and he can fill with there are evil spirits out here in the world he can fill people with evil spirits to do his will because he's a trinity too the devil is the beast that's satan right that's um oh the lucifer the angel the angel of light right was corrupted and thrown out of heaven and he has a false prophet and a beast And the beast, I believe, is what comes out in us when we don't have God. So, in some way or another, and I believe God is love, and a lot of us have love that don't know Jesus, and so we can't go around (coughs) judging each other. But all I'm trying to say is that we need to go back to the Word of God, because the Holy Spirit is that's how he speaks to us through the scripture and he's saying to that the former things are passing away this old life that we've lived here <coughs> for so long is passing away the way we did things and this is a joy to us because we know it's like Dr. Seuss the north going Zacks and the south going Zacks like we We've been standing here for quite some time. The fact is that we've been at a face-off and it just can't get any worse. It's so evil. The world is so evil and so wicked and so corrupt and the children suffer. And we just need Jesus to come back and establish his authority and his kingdom on earth because he's, he already has through Jesus. It's an everlasting covenant of peace. And we will be... He's wiping away every tear. And if you want to be on that boat, right? The happy boat. Then you got to just give up your life and follow him. He says that none can be his disciple or enter into his kingdom unless you pick up your cross and follow him. And it is... It will hurt... He's going to be with you, Emmanuel. He's never going to leave you. 
And he's gonna wipe away every tear. Sing to the Lord a new song. And his praise from the ends of the earth. You who go down to the sea and all that is in it, you coastlands and you inhabitants of them, let the wilderness and its cities lift up their voice. The villages that Kedar inhabits, let the inhabitants of Selah sing. Let them shout from the top of the mountains and let them give glory to the Lord and declare his praise in the coastlands. And it just said let. In verse 12, Isaiah 42. The Lord shall go forth like a mighty man. He shall stir up his zeal like a man of war. He shall cry out, yes, shout aloud. He shall prevail against his enemies. I have held my peace a long time. I have been still and restrained myself. Now I will cry like a woman in labor. I will pant and gasp at once. I will lay waste the mountains and hills and dry up all their vegetation. I will make the rivers coastlands and I will dry up the pools. I will bring the blind by a way they did not know. I will lead them in paths they have not known. I will make darkness light before them. Hmm, in crooked places straight. Hmm. These things I will do for them, and not forsake them. They shall be turned back. They shall be greatly ashamed. Who trust in carved images? Who say to the molded images, You are our gods. Hear you deaf and look you blind, that you may see. Who is blind but my servant, or deaf as my messenger whom I send? Who is blind as he who is perfect and blind as the Lord's servant? Sing many things that you do not observe, opening the ears, but he does not hear. The Lord is well pleased for his righteousness sake. He will exalt the law and make it honorable. The law is Torah meaning to shoot or to cast down in a straight manner, to direct, to rain down. The idea is that God's, he's returning like lightning bolts. And these lightning bolts are a double-edged sword that cuts. And where the seraphim aren't going to the right or to the left. It's a straight and narrow path. It's, you're not getting off. It's you're staying in your own lane. You're staying in the lane God gives you and you're running your race for him. You're not giving up. You're not stopping. You're not looking back. You're running. You're running to win the race. You're trying to to beat the devil, right? He's your enemy. I mean, talk about it. I mean, if you're like, oh, God, it's boring serving the Lord. I mean, not really. You're up against the most evil, the only truly evil. Um... <clears throat> entity of all time I don't know if there's a greater battle cry than that I mean think about it you could win souls for Jesus Christ or you could just live for yourself and you only get one life and you can either live your life for God or you can watch other people live your life you can watch other people live their lives through watching TV or social media or being distracted by things that don't matter which is what the devil always tries to get us to 
do, serve money or serve God. He can only have one master. It is God. If it is God you want to serve, then you have to say, Lord, search me and try me and show me all my ways that are not of you so that I can be filled with your Holy Spirit and be a temple for my God to come and dwelleth inside me because he dwells, the Lord God dwells in the hearts of men, not in a building. He is everywhere. But if you want to hear from God, you've got to get on your knees. You've got to humble yourself in the sight of the Lord. And He will direct your paths and He will exalt you and let His Word wash you. When we're reading the Word, we're being washed in the blood of Jesus. And that is why this podcast is turned into now a reading of the Word of God so that we can see and that He can open our eyes. The Lord is well pleased for His righteousness' sake. He will exalt the law and make it honorable. Verse 21, continuing. But this is a people robbed and plundered. All of them are snared in holes, and they are hidden in prison houses. They are for prey, and no one delivers. For plunder, and no one says, Restore! Who among you will give ear to this? Who will listen and hear for the time to come? Who gave Jacob for plunder and Israel to the robbers? Was it not the Lord? He against whom we have sinned? For they would not walk in his ways, nor were they obedient to his law. Therefore he has poured on him the fury of his anger and the strength of battle. It has set him on fire all around. Yet he did not know, and it burned him. Yet he did not take it to heart. God's love is an all-consuming fire. God is the fire of love. He's a redeeming fire, and he burns off every impurity into where impure things go. The, the fire, right? And so the fire is God's love and he allows us to go through the fire so that we can be made holy, so that we can enter into eternity with him. You need, you need the fire of God in your life to fan into flame because we don't know we don't know that we're in the fire while we're in the fire. We know that things are off or out of alignment maybe I don't know if we get that far but we have to really stop we really have to be still before the Lord for him to reveal to us that he wants to do a mighty work in us but in order to do that we have to allow him to prune out of our lives to be made into a garden to clean our house our spiritual house And let the Lord be our rock upon which we stand. There is no higher ground. There is no greater love than he that giveth his life away. And that is what the Lord Jesus has done for each of us. Lest no one should perish, but all men should come to know that God so loved the world that he gave his only son. And all you have to do is believe in him, and you will not perish. Ye shall have everlasting life. This is the abundant life that the Lord offers to everybody. And it's for you, and you, and you, and you, and you. It's for everyone to come and partake of his table in these last days. Be blessed.
and have a wonderful weekend. Love people. Love God. Sing a sacrifice of praise to Him. Enter into His courts with thanksgiving. In Jesus' name, Amen.